He's involved in a number of businesses. He's a great role model. Telling it like it is. Giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. This is John Katsimatidis. This is Cats at Night, the number one show at 5 o'clock. You want to hear what's what's going on? You tune us in. I'm telling you, uh, I think we have the KGB listening in. I think we have the Chinese intelligence listening. Yesterday we had John Bolton on, and it made worldwide news in a couple of minutes. Right? Unbelievable. In the uh, in in the studio with us, we got uh, a common sense uh, a Democrat. We have uh, Judge Richard Weinberg and a common sense Republican, uh, Craig Eaton, ten years GOP chairman of Brooklyn, and. And one common sense guy, and on my side, uh, Lydia Serrani. Lydia, we have what uh, say you? We have Professor Dershowitz on the line. He is a legal scholar. Well, first and con- of all, you got breaking news: Ken Starr died. Oh, correct. Yes. Oh, oh my yeah, God! Hit the breaking news. Hit the breaking yeah, and news. And a young guy. Breaking news: WABC. Ken Starr, seventy-six years old, died. Special prosecutor. He was a judge, right? Yes. He was a judge. Court of appeals. And did you know him? Did you know him, John? I, uh, Professor Dershowitz, I'm sure no one. Uh, maybe let's talk to well, Professor Dershowitz. I knew him very well. He, I would say, was a good friend. We uh, fought like children when he was the special prosecutor against uh, Bill Clinton. I wrote a book about it uh, called, um, um, I can't even remember the name of the book, Sexual McCarthyism, in which I faulted Ken Starr for his obsession with Clinton's private life. But then I joined with him together to defend President Trump on the floor of the Senate. So we worked together. We were opposed to each other. Um, I spoke at his university, both of his universities, uh, Pepperdine and Baylor. He was truly a great man. He was a great judge. Uh, He was conservative, but he was fair and open-minded. I had a very good sense of humor. And the best word I can think to describe is he was a real mensch, a real mensch. He was a good person. He was very religious, and he and his wife lived a, a wonderfully religious and principled life. You could disagree with him, but he was never disagreeable. I, I really like Ken. I'm so sad by his early death, and I, I, I just send my best condolences to his family. He was just a giant in the law. News reports say that Starr died of complications from surgery, according to a statement from his family. So I guess he had something, some other complications. Right. So, Professor Dershowitz, we wanted to go forward. Special master looks like in the Trump investigation. What's the latest? Well, I think, you know, there's going to be an appeal, obviously, and we'll see how quickly the appeal is resolved. But in the meantime, I think it's smart to get in a special master to get start working so that there's no further delays. Um, I mean, everybody benefits by getting this uh, process moving. Um, I've been in a deposition all day, so I don't know whether the special master has been appointed. I know that uh, Deary, Judge Deary, was on the list as, lo- as well as Barbara Jones. But has there been an announcement of who has been picked? No, I hadn't, I hadn't seen it. But uh, I don't know the third uh, the third judge uh, professor, yeah. but I know but I know Barbara and I know Ray uh, very well, and I think those are both excellent choices. They, they are great judges too, uh, Deary yeah, and Jones. Yeah, look, I've had my I've had my problems with with Deary. <laughs> Deary recently wrote a book in which he called Ben Brofman a mob lawyer. Now that's McCarthyism. He shouldn't have done that. And what I worry a little bit is then maybe he's not as sensitive to the role of lawyers 
in defending their clients. You know, Ben Brafman is one of the greatest lawyers in America today, uh, one of the best criminal lawyers, certainly in New York. And, you know, he had a couple of clients who were uh, in organized crime, but he's not a mob lawyer. He's, uh, he's represented people uh, from every background. He's represented a lot of Hasidim. We, we honored him at the Police Athletic League. I understand he, he loses very few uh, cases. No, he's he's a lawyer. Great no, lawyer. Ben is a great lawyer. Ben's and a great for lawyer. Judge Deary to use his, you know, bully pulpit to call him a mob lawyer, I actually wrote a letter to Judge Deary asking him if he would just withdraw that. And uh, I haven't gotten a response from him yet. But I think in general, he's a good choice because, you know, Republican appointed by President Reagan. So I think the Trump people would have trouble saying that he was uh, biased. Barbara Jones was appointed by Clinton. So I think Deary is probably a better choice. As I said, although I have my problems with him, I do think that he is uh, he's, he's a good lawyer. Yeah. Professor, I mean, this is Craig. Eaton. Do you know anything about Thomas Griffith? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I am. Alan, let me ask you a question. Are you aware of what's going on with uh, Yeshiva University in New York where the yeah. uh, the court no, said that they have to accept a uh, a group which is an LGBTQ plus uh, group? And Times it's, 10 divided by 2. Whatever. Just kidding. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's, it's contrary to Talmudic law. What do you know about that? I know a lot about it. It's very, very it's, – if you ask me the 10 difficult questions in the world today – Legally, that would be one of the ten. What do you do with a private religious institution that has a policy wrong in my view? I went to Yeshiva University High School. Of course, we didn't even know what a gay person was when we were in high school. We didn't know anything about anything except the Talmud. And But when a religious school, whether it be a Catholic school or a Protestant school or a Jewish school or a Muslim school, says, no, uh, we don't uh, accept a particular form of sexuality. You know, there are two provisions of the Constitution, pre-exercise and establishment. And they run into each other in a case like this. I think it's a religious school. I think you leave them alone. You can't force them to do things like that. Well, they're saying it's a violation of of state and city human rights law. I think it's a violation of uh, freedom of uh, religion. I agree. I think, Alan, don't you think this is a case that will go to the Supreme Court of the United States? Oh, without a doubt, because Sotomayor is already um, um, taking action, which indicates the court's interest. It's a perfect case for the court. And I think, again, prediction, I think the court will come out in favor of Yeshiva University saying that as a private religious school, the free exercise clause uh, trumps the Civil Rights Act, and uh, therefore the school does have the right to do it. Look, in some sense, I hope they win the case and then change their mind and say, uh, look, uh, we are a religious school. On the other hand, you know, Yeshiva University is a very, very good school. It's open to lots of people of different faiths. And um, I, I think it would be wiser for Yeshiva University. I mean, do these people really want to go to Yeshiva, or they're just they're just playing the game? Uh, testing that, uh, the water? Testing no, the water. Uh, first of all, remember that Yeshiva University is more than the college. It has a great department of psychology. Well, it has a law work. school where I taught. Well, I don't know if the yeah. law school is still directly. I think the law school and the medical school have cut their affiliation somewhat with Yeshiva University. I can't believe that Cardozo Law School would uh, not permit 
No, uh, the uh, law school, I've read the law, Alan, I understand the law school is opposing a university on this issue. So explain yeah, to our listeners what the, what the, what the issue is. Cause not everybody understands what are they trying to do with the LGBTQ? They want to create a club. They, they want to create a club and the uh, university it, said you can't have. Are, are they students there already? Yes. Oh, yeah. but you didn't say that. Okay. No, they're existing students. You they know, want to have a club. You know, you got to be able to, to tell our audience where the, you know, so they can understand. Yeah, they're not banning LGBTQ people or anything no, like, that. like that. They no, just they're just to, saying they existing students. John is exactly right. Yes, I stand reprimanded. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's an existing student group, and they want to be LGBTQ. Organized. That's they're, it. They're not so formally how, organized. They want to be formally organized and recognized by the university. So how would their viol, vi, their civil rights professor be violated just because they can't form an LGBTQ? Group when they're it's not against the law for them to be gay or whatever. Why did they ask? Why don't you just go off campus and do it? Yeah, that's do it off campus. No, it's interesting. I have a cousin named Etan Dershowitz who's now he was a a Harvard junior fellow, brilliant, brilliant young man, and he wrote an essay for the New York Times a couple of years ago. He's a Talmudic scholar saying that the Talmud and the Torah you have to look very hard and it doesn't really ban being gay it may ban certain actions by gay people but not being gay no. and therefore you could say you know being gay you can have a club of people doing that now you know that's a Talmudic distinction how many angels can dance on the head of a pin but uh they they may use that as an excuse and justification the catholic church has taken that position very overtly they say we're not against people who are gay, just what they do. And, uh, you know, priests are heterosexual, but they don't practice it. And if gays are homosexual and don't practice it, then we're okay with them. So, you know, these are such hard questions today. As, and we live in a changing world and changing religions and changing everything. And I just hope it can be worked out because I love Yeshiva University. Uh, I was uh, in their high school. I played on their basketball team. I was turned down from Yeshiva University. I was the first student ever to be turned down from Yeshiva University because I was such a bad high school student that the principal of my Yeshiva went up to the president of the Yeshiva University and said, don't let that kid in. He's going to make trouble. And he's been right. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Professor, Steve uh, Bannon. Bannon. Are they really going to put him in jail? I don't think they're going to be able to do that. Uh, first of all, he did get a pardon, but nonetheless, there are issues. I think that the the best approach uh, and the constitutional approach is you, you have it out in court first. See whether he's compelled. He's claiming a right, uh, executive privilege, etc. That's disputed. Let's get it resolved by a court, and then he can decide whether or not to comply with the congressional mandate. But as Alexander Hamilton said in the Federalist Papers, the legislature can't enforce the law. It's not a self-enforcing mechanism. They have to go to the courts to do it, and they skip the step here. And I think for that reason, Bannon may win. And tell us about the, 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 the major question. It seems like they want to pursue this January 6th uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell yeah. us what you think and where the heck we are, we are at that. Well, I'm writing a new book called Get Trump, how the attempt to try to prevent Trump from running is endangering our civil liberties. And they're using every anti-civil libertarian statute, anti-civil libertarian rule, and I think it's just very, very bad uh, for the country. And January 
Uh, six, what the president did was a constitutionally protected speech. I wish he hadn't given it. I think it was an ill-advised speech, but I don't think they're going to be able to get him on a speech that fits comfortably within the Brandenburg principle of constitutionally protected advocacy. Uh, Professor Dershowitz, one last question from me. Uh, What is your reaction to hearing that Bill de Blasio, as well as, uh, what is it, Brian Stelter, former CNN media critic, are both going to be professors, teachers at Harvard? Well, they're not going to be quite professors. They're going to be part, you know, Harvard has a terrific program where it brings people who have been in the public light uh, up for a semester and it exposes the students to them. And it's terrific. I think it's great. And it gets people from every different political perspective. I've participated in a lot of those events and the students benefit enormously. And I think the people who come benefit enormously, and uh, I think it's a win-win for everybody. But there's a lot of pushback, and a lot of the students at Harvard aren't happy that de Blasio is there but, teaching. But <laughs> it's, it's just right. funny. Because of his because, political leanings. Because of, Well, because of what he did to the city of New York, in my opinion. Of course. And Brian's, yeah, but, 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 but those people that are, are going, look, I know Bill de Blasio. He's not a bad guy. He made a lot of mistakes, a lot of mistakes. Yeah. Uh, 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 but, but. The people at Harvard are talking about him? <laughs> exactly, right? John, you're right. Bill's a great guy, but I think he was the worst mayor we've ever had. <laughs> Worse than Dinkins? Uh, oh. No, no. Dinkins is a very nice guy. He just did stupid things, too. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's not a nice person. I don't yeah. know. No, he was a very decent well, person. That, that's why he'll be good for the school. People can criticize him. People can um, second guess him. Yeah, good debate. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Alan, let me ask you this question. All about free speech. A lot of money is being spent by the Democratic Party to support so-called MAGA Republicans in primaries, and yet they've been campaigning against MAGA Republicans. What they're trying to do is trying to force MAGA Republicans as the candidates in November. There's a primary election today in New Hampshire, once again, where Democratic money is supporting the most uh, radical MAGA candidate so they can run against them in November. What do you say about that? It's dirty tricks. It's dirty pool. I don't like it. Um, and it could backfire. One of these guys could get win the nomination, win the election. So I really do think that Democrats should support people who they want to see in office, not people who. So. Um, yeah. Hello. I'm yes. I'm being pushed around by a lawyer. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Pushy I have lawyers. I have, one lawyer. I have one of those at home, too. They're tough. <laughs> and I listen to them. I listen to them. Um, I don't like what the Democrats are doing. I don't like when the Republicans did it. I don't like when we were living in Boston one day and a guy was running with a name and his friends put up another guy with the same name so that that they could split the vote the other way, you know, and and the guy without the name won the election. You know, that kind of stuff just doesn't belong in America. Alan Dershowitz, thank you for uh, speaking up for America, speaking up for for the truth. God bless you and God bless America. And we're going to take a break right now and we'll talk to you real soon. Okay. Let's take that break.
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.